0: Here comes the relief from the pain. Unapologetically, this is Lock and Load with Bill Frady.
1: This is Lock and Load. Joining me now, back from uh, which I uh, we'll find out about that. Back now is writer and podcaster Rob Morse. Where are you back from? Did you tell me? And I, I forgot. was
2: traveling. I was traveling in the Caribbean. Uh, it was great to be warm, uh-huh. and I come back and it's freezing cold. All right, that'll teach me.
1: In 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 in, in Louisiana, for you, what was temperature in Louisiana?
2: Right now, twenty nine.
1: Yeah, it's pretty chilly for Louisiana. Pretty yeah, chilly. It,
2: it, it, right. For for Chicago, that's Tuesday. For us, it's, oh my gosh, yeah. where's the bread and milk?
1: Well, it's... Hey, I want
2: to... Go ahead.
1: Well, it's, right now it's 18 where I'm sitting.
2: Oh, wow. Okay. Hats off to you. Yeah. Wake older. Yeah. So while I'm traveling, I'm reading Judge's rulings when I'm not basking in the sun. And I read Judge Cormac Carney's... Uh, results where he told the state of California "Ah, yeah that gun control not so fast you guys made this stuff up and the law he's talking about called SB2 was one of the uh, knee jerk reactions after Bruin said oh you lowly citizens you actually do have the right to keep and bear arms and states have to respect that so they have to issue carry permits and California legislators said, yeah, but you can't carry anywhere. Um, it, it used to be that, oh, you're going to go to a courtroom. Now, you may be a witness. You may be a defendant. But if you're in the courtroom, the state is providing the security. So all the guns stay outside. There are often magnetometers there. right? Okay. There may be other offices in the building, but it's the courtroom that they're protecting. And then the California Democrats said, Well, that's such a good idea. In fact, we like that a lot. How about public libraries? Because those are government buildings, too. And since we're doing government, uh, day, then library, kids are there, then daycare centers, zoos, and museums. Hmm. Education. Oh, synagogues. Yeah. Oh, and since we've got synagogues, We'll do churches and mosques, and and the judge said, "No, you're making this up. There isn't a history of that. You can find isolated examples, but there's absolutely not a history of it going back to 1779. I think is the date. <clears throat> and uh, oh, stadiums and stadiums and arenas because we." Said that some markets you shouldn't carry in markets. No. Nope. Now, what's interesting is the judge said these. Now, oh, by the way, the law gets really bizarre because, like, the the fine print at the bottom says, oh, not only did we mean all those places, but all the parking lots outside of them too. Oh, and banks. And the judge just wouldn't have any of it. About time. I think California is going to. Decide to
1: lose small. Okay, so when you say lose small, and I, I, I know what you mean, but what are they going to lose small with? That's the part I'm. I'm.
2: Well, what I think they're going to do is basically relabel this, shuffle all the paragraphs, and pass it again, because oh, now the laws effectively enforce a duplicate of this, and it may take months and months and months for the judge to say, no, you're doing it again. Stop. In the meantime, if California appeals this and it goes up to a a three-judge panel of the Ninth Circuit, then it applies to all of the Ninth Circuit, not just California where the law was passed. That means Hawaii and Washington state cannot have laws like this because it's been found to be unconstitutional. And I think they'd rather use the legislature— to pass unconstitutional laws and flood the courts. Hmm.
1: Hmm. Well, that um, that that almost it almost seems like they're already doing that to a certain degree with all these Bruin response laws. Is that right. Part and parcel of it.
2: Yep. This is just the first first one to where a judge said, "Yeah, I'm enjoining it," and what that means is it's not law. You can't enforce this.
1: That's interesting.
2: Um, There was another one where a different law, this all the way over in Florida, because of the way it was brought, though, it has almost no applicability. Other than a bunch of smart legal uh, lawyers are going to go, oh, I see what you did there. There was a truck driver, drove truck for the U.S. mail, and he goes, you know, I got mail in the back people steal it because it's full of government checks that are issued. Everybody's social security check. And the law says I'm supposed to be disarmed. I don't like getting robbed anymore. So I'm carrying a gun. And some federal marshals evidently caught wind of this and tried to arrest him. He ran rather than be arrested. Later he turned himself in and the judge said, well, wait a minute. Okay. we, We, I got that. He shouldn't have run. Okay. So, uh, resisting arrest, yeah, don't do that. But this law in 1968 is the first time we said you can't have guns in post offices. That's not 1779. No, this law is way unconstitutional. But the way the court the court case was filed, it was as applied, meaning it only applies to this one individual. But now somebody's going to go, oh, wait a minute. I I want to walk into a court, uh, I'm sorry, not a courtroom, a post office. It it may just be the area where my post office box, there may be no people, uh, no employees in the entire facility. And I'm told I can't even bring my firearm into the parking lot. So that's the next case that has to get brought and they will use this law coming out of the Uh, a circuit in Florida as, as part of their stepping stones to prove it. Hmm.
1: Huh? Crazy world. It is a crazy world. It is a very crazy world.
2: I, um, I want to back up before we jump into more news. Yes. You, I almost always carry inside the waistband and now I'm going, I need some outside. You almost always carry outside the waistband,
1: don't you? I do, but I still carry a concealed. I do. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, got it. So, um, are you wanting to know what kind of holster I use? I'm exact, exactly. Talk to the man with experience. So, um, the thing about uh, an outside-the-waistband holster, the the thing that's nice is it's a little lower. Or it can be a little lower, but the lower you go, the longer your shirt tail has to be if you're going to conceal it. Yep. Um, But I have found... Through, uh, I, I and I'll have to figure out where to tell people to go to get this, I guess. But Super Super Dave Harrington made this very min. He, he had this very minimal holster designed for his Glock forty five, which I know you could. you know what we'll talk about that in the next segment before we before we run out of time here. Tell everybody how to find you.
2: I host the Self Defense Gun Stories podcast. I write the Slow Facts blog. My writing is picked up at Class Daily and at Ops Lens. And Bill Bill and I suddenly have plenty to talk about every week.
1: No matter what it is, if he's here every week, we have plenty to talk about. If he takes a little break here and there, cruising about the Caribbean and basking in the sun, we still have plenty to talk about when he gets back. This is Lock and Load.
3: Are you curious about what might be missing from your diet and supplement choices? Take a free health assessment to identify your possible nutrient deficiencies. As a certified holistic health coach, I will help you assess and prioritize a supplement program based on Dr. Wallach's recommendations. Call Linda at 833-VITAL90. That number to call is 833-848-2590. That's 833-VITAL90.
1: This is Lock and Load, and I'm talking to writer and podcaster Rob Morrison. You were just asking me about an outside the waistband holster. So, right. Uh, and and one thing I need to qualify with the the, the the one, there's one thing I don't like about outside the waistband holsters. They all huh. move up and down your belt, left or right, forward or back. They all move, depending on where your belt loops okay. fall. Having said that, the one that I use the most here when I'm carrying outside the waistband is my very simple. S Dave rig. It's it, it would be easier to send you a picture of it. Let's just. It's one piece of Kydex that is cut into a pattern, and then it's folded in on itself, and then the top part of it is folded in on itself to make the belt loop. And it's gotcha. it's not like these belt. It's not like the holsters like uh, like Roger Ward makes. It has the 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 loop on on the front and back of the holster. This is just one yep. loop at the top. So, it hangs a little lower. It's a little easier to draw the gun out of. It can be adjusted. and um, But the thing about the outside – are you going to carry uh, open carry or are you going to still conceal? Oh, no. It'll still be, still be concealed. Yeah. See, the, the other thing about the outside the waistband holster is for uh, – here in South Carolina, we now have open carry with a permit. I haven't figured that one out right. yet. And uh, that outside the waistband uh, that we can carry in the open – I tell people, if you're not going to carry a gun, if you're going to carry a gun that way and it's not going to be in a retention holster, then you're sort of being foolish. Yeah. So, if I carry outside the waistband, I'm still concealing it. Having said that, you know, uh, my, my biggest issue with them, and this is horrible to say, but the best holster that doesn't move, that's outside the waistband, is a paddle. Yes. But most of the time, the paddle holsters are have such a push out from your body that it looks like you have like a, a gun shaped tumor coming off of that hip. So it's sort, Which of, is, sort but, of hard to conceal. Let's let's describe this. <clears throat> so
2: instead of just having a set of belt loops uh, hold the holster to your belt, right. there's a large sheet of either Kydex. Originally, it was leather yeah. that would go against your skin. <clears throat> Down south, it's nice to have some leather because you don't want plastic against your body. Right. We sweat a lot down here. But those were often used in competition to hold the grip of the gun away from your body so you could easily get your finger inside the grip. Right. And now that's more real estate that you got to cover with a shirt and it makes you look funny.
1: Right. Yeah, 100%. Right. I mean, most of the outside the waistband holsters I wear of that type are like, uh, like I use G code for that. So I have what's called the RTI attachment that is their proprietary attachment. And that punches in on something and it's completely locked and it's going nowhere. And it's a retention holster, but it sits well away from your body. Uh, So there's no, there, you know, unless you're like wearing an overcoat. Which I guess right now we'd be wearing, but you know, can't take the right now. Off. It would look great. Yeah, yeah, it'd be fine right now.
2: Okay, um, when I was uh, down south, I, when you're tra- when I'm traveling with a group, I try and avoid politics because right. it's you can mess up a vacation in a heartbeat that way. But I did notice, still, there was a bunch of vitriol thrown at Trump and Trump supporters by the the, the, the usual suspects. Right. New York Times, LA Times, uh, CNN, and I'm going, wait a minute. What? Stop. So you're telling me that Trump is Hitler because he wanted to enforce borders and keeping people out of your country is claiming that your citizens are special and that's like Hitler. Okay, it took four senses for us to get to Hitler. This is a, a, a bad trend. And Trump is not only Hitler, but we need to disarm the ordinary citizens of the United States. I'm going. Wait, stop! I remember what World War was, or World War Two was about, and 35 million people died. That's a bad thing. We don't want to do that. And if we're facing a threat to democracy, and Trump is the the face of tyranny why do we want to disarm citizens uh, i just it it kind of feels like uh one of those are you drunk enough that this makes sense to you i mean i, I am i am i unusual did, did i have one too many pina coladas on the boat and i'm the only one that sees that bill
1: no see right now in germany for example they have this uh they they have this group that they they're calling for the uh, the uh, the deportation of a lot of people in Germany, which a lot they they've taken in a lot of Islamic people. Wow, they have. And it's it's taken on a a, a threat within the country. And yes. the way this is being portrayed is that this is a right wing movement, and the last time a right wing movement had this much sway in government, it was the Nazis. Right? Right. So, but the Nazis okay. were socialist, which is left. Right. So it's, you know, it's all this stuff. It, it's a word salad that they put together to uh, try to, gotcha. to, uh, and you know, you've seen it before. We'll see it again. I mean, the, the, the mere idea that they're going to get out there and put pitch gun control as a means well while in the same token you can if you ask them a deep enough question they'll say well of course the criminals aren't going to listen to the gun control so that means it's only affecting the law abiding so you're prohibiting the law abiding from doing something they're never going to do in the first place okay right
2: yeah yeah oh speaking of, of whom and which um b- because it is so darn cold uh, this uh, this article caught my eye, and it came out of Pennsylvania. And a, a, a friend of mine lives up there, and he goes, you know, the Amish, because of new regulations, they can't get guns because now we're saying you need a photo ID. Oh. And um, a, 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 a state representative finally got something passed that said, wait a minute. We don't even use tribal IDs of the Indians, and we require a permanent address. If you're a trucker and you're basically living in your truck, you, you, how, why should the Indians, the Amish, and truckers lose their Second Amendment rights? And I went, wow. It's it, it's not the average guy that walks into the uh, gun shop, but it's, it's not nothing. And about time somebody tried to fix this. Um what the funny part is, I think they're going to have to fix both state and federal law. Once they fix the state law, then they've got a pretty fair shot at going to a federal judge. Hey, we give him a gun. He's got no criminal record, but the feds won't allow it. Now fix this. And once that happens, ooh, the lid's off the container. Yeah.
1: Yeah, but that's the thing they're fighting against. I mean, and, and that's why you, you were just talking about the uh, deluge of cases that uh, tie up the courts and everything. Right. I mean, I got asked one time, why does – I don't even have time to go into this story. I'll explain it when we get back. And we'll also tell you how to there find – We'll also tell you how to find Mr. Uh, Mr. Morse here because – We don't even have time to do that because we've been talking so much and the host, that being me, hasn't been paying attention to the clock. So we'll be right back. This is Lock and Load. say News update. President Biden will be present at the dignified transfer of the soldiers who lost their lives in a drone attack in Jordan. John Kirby, national security spokesman, informed reporters that Biden has spoken with the families of three fallen service members Tuesday. Kirby noted that the president conveyed the nation's pride in their service. House Speaker Mike Johnson refutes allegations that his resistance to the bipartisan border deal emerging in the Senate is motivated by a desire to help Donald Trump's presidential campaign. That's absurd.
0: We have a responsibility here to do our duty. Our duty is to do right by the American people, to protect the people. The first and most important job of the federal government is to protect its citizens. We're not doing that under President Biden. Johnson said the deal under
1: negotiation is inadequate. Unexpectedly recent data showing an increase in the number of job openings in the U.S. According to the Labor Department's report on Tuesday, there were 9 million job openings in
6: December. John Schaefer, USA News.
0: sound of water being poured on 800 degree rocks if you were here in this sauna you'd be so hot you wouldn't have the energy to move but you're not here because your self-care happens out on the road riding your motorcycle protected by progressive besides after a long ride a helmet sweat is way more satisfying so if you ride switch to progressive america's number one motorcycle insurer without even breaking a sweat progressive casualty insurance can be an affiliate. it's not available in all states
3: my doctor told me my blood pressure is borderline. I figured I could worry about it or do something about it. So I took control with Garlic Healthy Blood Pressure Formula. It works safely and naturally to help maintain healthy blood pressure with a custom blend of garlic, vitamins, and minerals. And it's odor-free. I'm taking charge with Garlic Healthy Blood Pressure Formula.
6: These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. The term natural reference is only the garlic in the product. Use as directed.
1: Welcome back. I'm talking with uh, Ron Morse. And first of all, tell everybody how to find you since we didn't get a chance to do that.
2: I host the Self-Defense Gun Stories podcast. I try and keep that under 20 minutes. It comes out once a week. A snack food of a podcast. I also write the Slow Facts blog. A couple articles there a week. 2,100 are waiting for you if you want to dig back a decade. My writing is picked up and carried at Clash Daily and at OpsLens.
1: What I was about to tell you was that a long time ago when I first got involved in uh, in radio. The radio station I was at was the former home of the Columbia branch of Air America, which was the Oh, Al Gore Talk Radio experiment. Right. Right. So everybody yep. there everybody there was a leftist. <laughs> And everybody that they everybody they syndicated on that on WOIC twelve thirty AM WOIC uh, everybody there was uh, all of their uh, syndicated hosts were also leftists. Their biggest one is Randy Rhodes, not the guitar player. Hmm. So one day I got asked by one of the other hosts to be a guest on their show because they wanted to ask the question: Why does talk radio only work when it's conservative? which my portion of that interview was very short because all I I said was, well, look at what you're selling. Nowadays, with gun control and with the decriminalization of crime, and see, the perception is, now where you live, you probably don't, have you seen an uptick in crime in, in, in your part of the country where you live right now?
2: That depends on what you mean by my part. If you mean New Orleans,
1: right? Oh my God. Yes. Yes. But where Drink you're at, port. where you're at, where you live. in my city. No. Right. See, it's no. all, it's all going to be relative and it's all going to be relative to the policy. Right. And the perception is that we have crime going up, which it is going up, but it's only going up statistically based upon policies in a few. I mean, if we got rid of about five or six, uh, Democrat run cities, we're at the very bottom of the barrel when it comes to to crime involving yep. weapons. Yes. We're in the middle of the barrel right now as it is. Right. And uh, because of that perception, right, they you, the gun grabbers use that uh, that perception to try to tell us that we need to take your guns except Mm -hmm. you know that it's it's, you're probably surrounded by guns where you live and everybody's safe with them and everybody is safer because they are present. Right. Right. Not, Mm -hmm. not the, not the way they make it sound. So, um, I don't know With, with what they're selling with, with the, with the, the premises that they're trying to push upon us as to why we need to do this and why we need to do that. Uh, the fact of the matter is this, um, they we have plenty of experiments where they've had control of of cities for you know a, a century here in the right. United States and we can look at their crime and we can look at their poverty and we can look at their we can look at all the other, their their educational level and all the other things going on there and we can see that it's their issue it's not where you live it's not where I live so, it's not a widespread problem. No, absolutely, it is not. But the perception is based on numbers that they generate because, I mean, criminals in the United States, while, you know, the, the criminal class of the United States is about as big as the, or maybe not as big as the law enforcement class, which is to say it's not very big at all. Right. But when they keep Thank getting, God. when they keep getting caught and released and caught and released and caught and released, Well, then, it seems like there's more of them than there actually is. So,
2: isn't that? But the way you described it, this is a this is a twilight zone framing issue.
1: Yeah.
2: Hi, I need to sell soap. So the world is really violent and dangerous, and criminals with guns. So you should be disarmed and. The American public, now, well, you're right, there are some segments of society that believe that, and most everybody else said, nah, you go first, I think I'm going to get a gun, and maybe I'm going to see if my girlfriend can
1: get one, too. Well, I mean, wow. I, I, think it, I think it's fascinating. Like, if we look at the New Hampshire primary coming up right now, right? The, the press yep. is trying to frame this as Nikki Haley has a chance in hell. Right. <laughs> And she Uh doesn't, she does not. And they're so desperate for this to be a thing that they're trying to make it a thing. And they're trying to create the perception that this is going to happen. And with, especially with polling, polling is a, all of that is a psychology operation. Uh, they're getting out there, especially the exit polls when me and you go vote, like you'd be in Lake Charles and you're voting for whoever you're voting for and you hope he wins and you know it's for the good of the country. And then they tell you on the news, that the exit polls indicate that the guy that you absolutely do not want to hold that office is winning. And everybody hearing that, that hasn't gone and voted yet is going to go, what's the point? Yep. We're losing. Yep. I'm just going to stay home. I'm not even going to waste that time. So, um, it's, it's, it's a media driven narrative that, uh, you know, Yes. It really uh, doesn't have any basis in. Uh, uh, I'll tell you another thing with with the morning show. Everybody around here is very upset about the World Economic Forum. Ex- Good, except the World Economic Forum is basically it. it it's it's the uh, Klaus Schwab narcissism project. Right, they have no line of ascension in the effect in the event that he ever passes away to run it. They have no real power. They, you know, they have people showing up, but I mean, they had the president of the Heritage Foundation show up at this one and say, you guys are the problem. They had the uh, new (laughs) president of Argentina get out there and say, you guys are the problem. And yes. they're they're speaking at the World Economic Forum, so they're out there. Plus, they they got all kinds of other cra- They got they're entertained in the middle of the talks with interpretive dancing going on in the middle of the aisles while they're sitting there having their meetings. They have so-called <laughs> indigenous people painting their faces and speaking their native language, and then spitting in the face. You know, spitting off in the various directions because it's good luck. And then they go spit in the face of everybody on the. On the you know, that, how do you take that seriously? But the perception right. is. That They're going to enslave us. That they are going to make us eat crickets. That they're going to uh, do away with gas. We're going to all live in 15 cities. We're going to own nothing and like it. And
2: to, to the degree, isn't that interesting? If all you do is skim the headlines on your cell phone, right?
1: You would believe that you
2: become a gun owner. Welcome. I I think you're here for the wrong reasons, but we'll make you safe doing it. Well, let's
1: solve that problem first. You're you're here for the wrong reason because of the perception you have. However, make no mistake: if they could do it, they would. Oh, they would. They would absolutely do it. But the thing is, um, and this is the same thing as true with gun control. All that they can get on gun control is that which we allow them to take. Right. In these places yeah, I mean, like in New York, they're always going to have gun control. Unless something happens, unless the Vulcans come down and change their mind or something, uh, the the states that have gun control are always going to be gun control to the eyeballs. It's never going to change. For long, we'll start seeing it. In two years, we'll see something else. It'll look just like the Bruin response bills because they're right. having to recycle the things they're having to do uh, when they run out right. of options. So once again, tell everybody how to find you before we run short of time here.
2: I host the self-defense gun stories podcast, and I also write the slow Facts blog. My writing is picked up at Clash daily and at ops lens, hundreds of, uh, podcasts, thousands of written articles go and i find something to talk
1: about yeah it's because it's such a target rich environment but the thing the thing is i mean like when when with self-defense gun stories for those of you uh see rob is actually talking about something that really happened when he does that it's not a perception they're looking at a real event and they pull it down and then they sort of they, they sort of break it down and say this is a pro this is a con and they move on but it's based on a fact and Right, all, all these perceptions uh, is po- polluting the airwaves right now. Most of them are not based on a fact. <laughs> Most of them are not based on a fact. Um, I want to ask you when we get back. I want to. I want to ask you about your M and P. Have you, uh, you know, that kind of thing? Oh. what's the new deal with the M and P? Because you recently made that switch. We'll be right back. This is lock and load.
7: dot com GCNfood.com.
1: Welcome back. This is Lock and Low talking to Rob Morse, writer and podcaster. And you recently, well, when I say recently, how long has it been since you decided to look at the Smith & Wesson M&P?
2: Oh, I started looking way back in the summer. My wife and I had both been to a training and qualification class, and we said, we're not as fast as we like. And the natural appointing ability of the Glocks, We didn't like it. So we went on the the great uh, gun hunt, which is go to to a shooting range, rent some guns, simple version. Start with two. Do you like uh, the M&P or the H&K? Okay, try it. Oh, this one's better. Okay, next weekend. Take the better one versus another. And eventually we found ones that pointed better for us, meaning when it comes out of the holster, the, the sights are on the target. It was much more instinctive for us. That bought a speed we couldn't make up. Um, I did find out that the old Glock, though, if you have the time, get the sights, hold it, that barrel was extraordinarily accurate. Right. And I, I went had to go to an aftermarket barrel to get that back. Now, I have a nice compromise. What I think of is both speed and acceptable accuracy.
1: Yeah, the Glock, far from perfect. Um, the only thing about Glock is that they were first, and because they were first, everybody, all the accessories are built for Glock. Now, are you having a hard time, or is it already dialed in the way you want? You send it to, to Doug at A-T-E-I. Is it, how do you like the way it's set up now?
2: Um, I've got inside the waistband holsters designed for M&Ps. There are enough of them out there. What, the thing I have to chase up is you're right. The outside the way, waistband holster. I asked you about that, <clears throat> and also some um, magazine pouches. I won't carry those when I carry concealed, but when I train, I want to have them. And right. all right, I got to sell the Glock stuff, get the M&P. All right, big deal.
1: We've done that before. <laughs> I've done it far too many times. The only reason, <laughs> the, the, the biggest reason I am on Glock now, the biggest reason is I have holsters of every type, small of back, left handed, yep. right handed, shoulder holsters. Uh, I've got them all. I've got combat holsters. I got retention holsters. I got attachment holsters. I got paddle holsters and I got magazines. I've got 33 rounders and 27 rounders, 21 rounders, 17, 15. You know, I, I've got them all, and um, I had so much stuff for Glock that I'd never gotten rid of that when yeah. I decided to take this latest look at Glock, and then I found out what my problem was the whole time, which was not the Glock grip angle, but where I was hitting the trigger with the the, the tip of my finger. Once I made that small adjustment, then I had everything I wanted out of it, but I will say that there are lots and lots of guns out there that have better ergos and a better feel than Glock. But all of them came about after Glock made the market. Right. And I think that's where the shortcoming shows up. Plus the other thing about um, like what you're facing now, how long has it been since you had to buy metal magazines? Oh, wow. Yeah. Decades. How many how many Glock magazines did you have after all the training and carrying and shooting and competing that you've done? A dozen, a dozen, and yeah. and what is is a is a, is a Smith and Wesson M and P magazine? Is that forty dollars or fifty? Yeah, it, in that in that bracket, yeah. yes. So then, of course, you're going to want that I don't, many. Yeah, you're going to want at least that I many. I do. Anyway. That's,
2: that's where I'm, I'll, I'll probably have to break myself in slowly yeah. to, to do that. Yeah, but. Um, A a friend that I had dinner with was was asking that same question. You know, I think I got the wrong gun for me. I got it because it was pretty, he says, and I'd like to shoot it, but it's neither accurate nor does it feel like good in my hand. I said, that's awesome. That's wonderful because I really enjoy the gun hunt. Here, go try lots of different things. See how they feel and educate your hand and let the target talk to you. You know, if you, if you pick it up and you're having to do a lot of work to find the sites,
1: listen. Yeah. that I mean, uh, um, and don't. Uh, but see, the only problem with that is if you're buying them. Like if you go buy a gun and you decide it's not the gun for you, if you try to trade the gun, you're very likely going to get about 40% of the retail value for it. So <laughs> you're going to lose money, right? Well, right. And that's the other reason that I, I, I have, I, for the first time in a long time, I'm happy with what I got. I'm good with what yes. I got. So now I'm not, and I'm, I've got a couple of things that have, like for the uh, Glock 19, I've got this company called Vantage Point Armory who sent me this compensator that bolts onto the top of a flashlight. Flashlight, right. right. So then I can take and it, so it, it bolts onto the top of a uh, Surefire X300, which I just happen to have one of those obscenely expensive flashlights laying around the house. And I took it and I bolted to it and I stuck it on the Glock 19, which means it'll also work for the Glock 45. Haven't shot it yet, but oh. now this this is a completely portable solution. If it works when I've got it on there, stupendous. But I can take it off if I want to with no right. with no tools at all. So, yeah, and I, I know I'll that, be fascinating. yeah, that, that'll be interesting to watch, right here. see how that goes. And I'm sure there'll be other things, but I mean, I know the M and P is it right now. There's a surge of pop popularity since the 2.0 is a better gun than the original one. Right. But a lot of people have always liked that M and P. I mean, that's what Rick Ector carries. He's carried that one. He probably still carries the same dogged out one. He's had all of his life. Right. <laughs> right. And I, I think that is superb um, to find that one gun that works, right?
2: And and then well, here's you and I to struggle with this balance. I never shoot as well as I'd like. Is it the gun or is it me? Right. It's easy to blame the gun, and at some point you have to go. The gun's good enough. I need to put in the effort. Yeah. And yeah, easy to blame the gun.
1: Well, I mean, that's that's what I was doing. That's exactly what I was doing.
2: After well, we, and in, after we took a and class, and in your case, yeah, we needed to. You needed some good coaching to go. Your finger there, Bill, and yeah. all of a sudden, yeah. the angel sang. That's and the thing. Here that's we the are,
1: thing. getting out there and try Sometimes, if you're trying, if you're having an issue with a gun, before you go and get rid of it, maybe have somebody, a third person, come look at you. Just watch, you watch your hands, watch your finger, watch what you're doing. Um, the the thing with Glock low and left and everything that can either be grip or trigger, but you can, you can rest assured the gun was designed to hit a target. If you actually hold it in a manner that is conducive to it, not moving when you pull the trigger, that's the thing. It's not supposed to move when you pull the trigger in in a nutshell. So, but for some people like, like Rob, Rob is a better marksman than me. I've seen, I've looked at his targets and everything else. He's a better marksman than me. And then if he gets out there and that's with Glocks, so if he's got a Smith and Wesson M and P, and now he's tearing the middle out of the target, that's a that's a you know that's a that's a that's a confidence builder for a self defense carrier. Right. When you know that you can hit what you're going to aim at.
2: Oh, and I was I was showing it to somebody. I really do like the new primary arms sight. It's a it's it's not a dot. It's a V, but it has a ring around it that right. when you're right on target. The ring is almost off the site. Maybe you can just see a little red in the corners. Hmm. That helps me when I when I'm really hurrying, and I go, "Oh, where's the dot?" Between those two, I'm really happy.
1: Yeah, the dot, the, the dots, and the all, all, the sights are really evolving right now. They're going to make the gun because the guns aren't evolving. So now the, the the accessories are making the guns evolve. That's pretty good stuff. Before we run out of time, tell everybody how to find you, please, sir.
2: I host the self Defense Gun Stories podcast. 20 minutes comes out once a week. I also write the Slow Facts blog. There are over 2,000 articles, I think, waiting for you there. My writing is picked up at Class Daily and at OpsLens. Bill, it's been a pleasure. Stay healthy.
1: Oh, yeah. For all of you that want to see the latest thing that Rob has written that I'm aware of, uh, they just printed something at uh, Ameland called Is the Gun Dangerous or Is it the Criminal? Cause Rob gets reprinted everywhere. Everybody, he gets reprinted everywhere. That's gotta be pretty cool to think about it. I'm going to ride it and it's just going to show up everywhere and I'm not even going to try. <laughs> so, uh, um, go ahead. Of course, Dan is, Dan is headed to, uh, Dan is headed to, uh, right to shot show. Right. So, uh, that's not what's coming up next. I'll figure that out in just a second. I'm just sort of, uh, today I'm just sort of winging things. We'll be right back. It is a target rich environment. There's a lot to talk about. Lots, lots of ways to wing it. Thank you for joining me today, sir. My pleasure, my friend. Take care. All right. We'll be right back. This is Lock and Load.